Welcome back to Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we break down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. I'm Travis from Real Comic Heroes and Watchmen Minute. And uh, this week we are breaking down minute number 49 of Clint Eastwood's Heartbreak Ridge. The uh, minute begins with Gunny Highway helping Forgetti with his weapon. And uh, the minute ends with uh, Gunny having a quaint little discussion with Jones about his piece of hardware. <laughs> so anyway, uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Welcome to uh, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. So Travis, have uh, since we haven't um, kind of touched on this, uh, uh, how familiar are you with this movie overall? Um, if you had asked me, you know, before I watched it a couple days ago, my only memory of this movie was Clint Eastwood tearing the uh, what I remembered as being a nipple ring out of Jones, but. <laughs> I think I was mixing that up with uh, Wayne's World 2, maybe. Um, but so I remember, you know, Clint Eastwood ripping uh, the earring, I guess, out of uh, uh, Jones here. And I, you know, that that's about the only thing that stuck out to me. My dad watched this movie a lot. Like this was his kind of one of his go to Sunday, you know, middle of the day movies. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So I would watch it with him, bits and pieces of it. Some of it was familiar, but most of it was was pretty new for me. Um, so I was this came out in eighty six, right? So I was yeah. I was born in eighty three. So this was, you know, just a movie that I kind of grew up with, but then have not thought about since maybe like I don't know nineteen ninety three. You know, <laughs> right? So it used to be on TV a lot more regular than it is now. Um, you know, because they always, it seems like TNT would always put like a war movie on or something like, or TBS, mm -hmm. like you said, on a Sunday. Definitely yeah. on HBO. It was on all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's not one that I just will be flipping through and see on the on the TV as much as it used to be. But yeah, I I grew up with this movie. Now, you yeah. were actually born the year that this movie takes place. Cause right. <laughs> filmed it, we always say that filmed in 86, the, you know, takes place in 83. So we always kind of have that color our... Yeah our observations, you know? Yeah, we, we definitely, this is another one, like, uh, like I had explained previously that my, my dad introduced, introduced this movie to me as well. He invited my uncle over to watch it because it, my, my father had seen it in the theater and loved it so much that he found some place that rented it. And, and when it came out and my, he had my uncle over and they were watching it and I was kind of trying to peek in and watch as much as I could. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely as a kid did not understand most of this movie or what it was really about. And so it was interesting watching it with fresh eyes, you know, with adult eyes this time. <laughs> I had watched it so much as a teenager. It, it kind of had colored some of my decision to join the Marine Corps, mm. knowing full well that this is not an accurate movie at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't until that we were older that you know, discovered that actually a lot of these stuff that's observed in this movie or portrayed in this movie is actually uh the army did a lot of this stuff okay so it's like oh okay that's you know uh i, I we joke with a, a buddy i work with who was in the army that this movie is a bunch of stolen valor <laughs> <laughs> okay um but as far as the minute we get lance corporal forgetti just blasting away on the rifle range he is definitely not observing the one shot one kill 
uh, <laughs> mantra that the Marine Corps does. He's just, if he could have put it on auto, he'd have it on auto. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Gunny smacked, last minute he smacked him. Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> and he said, hey, while you're blasting away all your ammo, Mr. I hate American is it's going to make you full of Swiss cheese, which I think is a great line. Like yeah. Clint Eastwood has a ton of great lines. In this he movie. does. Yeah. <laughs> he greets everybody with a, you know, some kind of euphemism or some saying, you know, it's funny. Yeah. These next few minutes there's, he's got a lot of little one liners because. Yeah. I just noticed at the very start of this minute, the guy that's, uh, He's kind of loading his rifle next to Rigetti. Rigetti, yeah. Um, drops his clip. Oh yeah. <laughs> as he's loading it, I didn't notice that until just now. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, this. The, it even started last minute. The guy next to him is profile. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And he's he's already got a little bit of business going on with his rifle, and it's okay. kind of setting up, you know, the the next little bit with him. I was thinking that profile was on. The, the this side of uh jones but i think because he later we'll see he walks up to him okay so like that and i sense. never you know this is one of the great things with the uh doing it by minute is there's a lot of little things that we've noticed in the background and that mm-hmm. was another one where he's checking you know, what was he doing perry last minute he was looking down the the, the barrel or trying to <laughs> yeah he was yeah he was that he was uh, me. checking the chamber. Yeah, he was. He was hit yeah. the, the weapon. Then he was checking the chamber, but then then he put another magazine in and he pulled the charging handle just a second ago. And he's looking down the. So yeah, so he's having some kind of an issue with his rifle. <laughs> well, that's cool. That there's some consistency with what comes up uh, next minute. So that, that's cool that they they did this and it wasn't just an actor's mistake of yeah. trying to load his weapon. Right, he's got a little bit of business going on this whole yeah. whole time, and it, and we've noticed little things like that here and there where we're thinking, oh, this is just, you know, was this coincidence? But not like you know, they're setting things up in the background if you if you pay attention, and it's like, yeah. but you're so focused. For me, I'm always so focused on the dialogue and and the two guys in the foreground that a lot of times I I've never noticed that before. I think the part though when uh, Forgetty is blaming the weapon for why he can't shoot right. He's like, yeah, the fuck it's, I will say it's the most uh, honest line of dialogue in this entire movie. Cause he, he drops about four F bombs in yeah. a row. The fucking weapon's fucking fucked up. <laughs> I like that. It's a nice string. I did. It is four. I, I, I countered him. Yeah. Wrote him out. Yeah. And that is exactly, I mean, I still talk that way, honestly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just the way a Marine talks. <laughs> I noticed that Profile 2 put his magazine in, pulled the charging handle back, flipped his weapon on its side, and tried to shake a round out. This dude, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't... <sighs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, like you said, that, that line of dialogue is just perfect. He, uh, Gunny takes the weapon from him, shoots three shot center mass. Standing. Yeah, just... <laughs> Doesn't you know what I noticed though? He doesn't snap in. He doesn't change the windage. None nope. of that. He doesn't. He doesn't do any clicks on the on the rifle. He just pops them, <laughs> and boom, he gets them. Up come the the butts. Now, last minute, Perry and I did a little tease of uh, sexy pulling butts in it, where we were saying <laughs> pulling butts, and it's not as uh, sexy as it sounds. No, but, it sucks. So, Perry, for <laughs> why don't you explain to everybody what pulling butts actually means? 
so <clears throat> the Marines is a pretty um, low-tech operation in a lot of ways. So when you go to the rifle range, if you've got 20 guys, 10 guys will fire, and the other 10 are going to go all the way down to the other end where the, 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 the um, targets pop up and down, and they'll get down in this trench, and they'll load these big... Uh, I don't know if they're even canvas, but they're they're big boards basically that they mount on um, a set of rails, and you sit down there, and then they'll basically wait for a round to hit, and then they'll pull it down, take these little markers, find out where the the round was where the round penetrated the target, mark it, and send it back up. They have little uh, flags and things that they can stick up over the targets. So yeah, so they'll have targets that like if you get what's called a possible, which is um, all rounds in the black or um, things like that. So there, there's there's ways that they can let you know for scoring um, how how your shooting was. Um, but yeah, so it but it's but it's uh it it sucks because you're <laughs> at least when you're shooting, you're shooting and and you know you're you're doing something when you're but you're just waiting, doing stuff, waiting doing stuff, waiting. It just, uh, it's miserable. That's what, one thing about going to the range that I always hated was pulling butts. I was curious about the, when they have the, the close up of the targets and you see the little pieces of tape or whatever they're covering previous holes. Um, yep. Yeah. I, I was curious if that was, uh, I guess real or not. Like oh, yeah, the idea real. of, of reusing these, these targets, you know, <laughs> exactly. so many times. Okay. Yep. Was, oh yeah. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sure if the, if the, you know, if the Marines were as frugal as, yes. as this would, uh, would no, you know. cheap. We have okay. no money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the reason why we're low tech. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's cool though. It's beyond this, uh, how cheap they are. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So, so they'll give you a strip of, of, uh, of, tape right it's, pa- so little, it's basically pasties <laughs> yeah exactly that's what they call them yeah and nice. um some kind sometimes they'll give you a sheet and you have to peel your own pasties they have to last you the entire day so you actually oh, have okay. to peel the square and you yeah so basically you just white goes over uh white areas black goes over black areas yeah. and um yeah and then you have a bunch of little markers that have like they look like discs with um Little spindles in them, they, they just stick them in the hole. Hmm. So just so you can see where you know you because you have to do your adjustments to your weapon, and yep. you have a little firing book that you you observe and kind of make your adjustments as needed, so that you're getting everything as close, a nice tight shot group. Because if you're yep. getting consistently shooting, let's say in the upper right, you would just click over, you know, you adjust your windage, click whatever your sights, and then hopefully now you're sh- shooting all your shot center mass gunny just did it willy-nilly he just just how good he is (laughs) yeah but this movie they use they they filmed it on camp pendleton in Mm -hmm. in association with the marine corps everybody in recon platoon who's not an actor like the main five or six actors that are that are in recon everybody else is a real marine from that unit okay and so in all likelihood they had real marines pulling the butts for anybody if they were if they were really firing, which I I would have to believe that most of them are, because again you have the actors, but they may have been really firing out there on the range. Although we're not yeah. sure because we noticed there wasn't a lot of range officers, <laughs> yeah. so we're not sure it, this they could have been blanks. But that is exactly how they would have pulled the butts, and they probably had real Marines down there doing a duty for this movie. 
doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And they did it as is. Uh, yeah, I noticed a conspicuous lack too of range books. Yeah, they, they none of them are are kind of adjusting or marking because they they clearly only went to the range for one day. We don't see them go back. Yeah, they're in infantry unit. We were not infantry, so we can't speak for how they would have done their training, especially in the eighties. But when we went to the rifle range, it was for a full week. Yeah. So so you're out there practicing all day long just so you can qualify on Friday. So one thing I noted about these weapons, though, these are a lot of these weapons, according to the Internet Firearm Database, in this scene are actually uh, AR-15s. Really? They're supposed to, although Profile may have had uh, an, an an A1, yeah, an M16A1, because the the M16A2 that we had had only just come out when this movie would have taken place or been filmed. I think it was 1983 is actually when the Marine Corps adopted them, and they were the ones that first asked for the upgrade to the M16 because one of the bad things about the M16 was it had a full auto yeah. option, and that that's not the best use of ammunition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they did is they changed the... I think the, I think the biggest change was the the grips, yeah. Uh, the the and uh, it, it did something with the firing rate, so it would uh, jam less and it, it would not he- overheat as much, so it could it could fire more. But they changed it from a it went from a safe a safety, a one round shot, you know, a semi auto, and then mm-hmm. a three round burst as opposed to a, a full automatic. Yeah, because the, people would just spray and uh, pray and spray. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's that's not good. And of course, not the ideal. Marine Corps, um, they've always used the one shot, one kill mantra of slow down, make every shot count, pull the trigger <laughs> one time should equal one kill. You should not just be holding down and just still yeah. wasting <laughs> indiscriminately spraying, <laughs> which gets to a gunny's observation of, hey, while you're, bl- you know, blowing away all your ammo, you're getting turned into Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when when. Gunny grabs the rifle from Brigetti. Is that the, I mean, that, that M16 is, is a distinct, you know, weapon. Is, is that the handle that he's, he's grabbing? Is that what its purpose is mm, on top of the rifle there? Yes and no. Okay. So yes, it is, it is a handle, but it's also part of the sight aperture. Okay. You, it's okay. where you're, that's where, that's how you uh, sight down the weapon. I wasn't but sure yeah. if, if the sight was incorporated into it. Or yeah, because the very back of it, there's a yeah. there's a little ring that flips up. Okay, and you can see Jones when when he walks over to Jones, he's kind of got his eye right at that handle level mm-hmm. at the back, you know, and he's you can kind of see that's how he's sighting it in. And yeah, you're okay. supposed to get the little circle from from the handle lined up with the there's a little like peg at the end yep. of the sight like tip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See. Perry remembers all this stuff a lot better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also notice too, if on the handle, if you look real close, there's also a hole for the quote unquote the handle. You can mount optics and things to it. Okay. Um, uh, you could, but they didn't because they were expensive, and you know, <laughs> that's why you teach you how to shoot at 500 or right. is it 500 meters? <laughs> 500, yeah. Every uh, every marine's a rifleman, but not every marine gets all the cool fancy stuff. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Before we get into Jones and Gunny talking, there's a guy, we've noticed him in the background. 
he was the driver for major powers and he's just hanging out leaning against the truck okay i think he kicks the dirt a couple times and I was joking last minute that that that's been me in real life, just driving the colonel <laughs> around, just sitting there waiting for him to come back. <laughs> but yeah, we get right to Gunny and Stitch having a conversation about his piece of equipment, as Perry said, uh, his, his hardware on his head, his piss pot, if you will. He's he's not wearing the Kevlar helmet that they, he was issued. He's wearing a <laughs> classic piece of equipment. Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so so that for it was his uh, recon way of saying hello and inevitably goodbye. <laughs> I like that line. That's... Yeah, and goodbye. Yeah, Stitch. I mean, Gunny, Clint Eastwood in this movie has great one-liners, as we've already stated. But Stitch mm-hmm. Jones has got a few of his own as well. Yeah, I love on the uh, when they first meet on the bus, and Stitch has just been you know rattling off, you know, wouldn't stop talking, and then finally says, "Now if you, you know." says to Gunny, like, if you wouldn't mind being quiet while I, yeah. I get some beauty sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's his character, like, yeah, the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> oblivious. Oblivious mm-hmm. to reality. <laughs> well, he's a fast talker, for sure. And yeah. uh, I think he thinks he's smoother than he really is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, we've joked that this whole movie is like the Gunny and Stitch roadshow. Like, mm. they oh, just, yeah. their interactions are great. You know, especially this one where he was talking about, you know, that wouldn't have happened to make its way to a local pawn shop, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Like that, you know, that that is I mean, people do that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why it's in here. I do like that. He called out the classic. Uh, well, he says the Sansa Iwo Jima, which is obviously Iwo Jima is a World War Two battle where we, they raised the uh, flag on Mount Suribachi, the classic, you know, yeah. Yeah. but the movie is Sansa Iwo Jima, John Wayne. and that they they used to tease us and joke with us all the time. You're like, you're not John Wayne. You you tighten up that chin strap. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> and if you notice, everybody else does have the Kevlar. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, he's grossly out of place. Which I did read that uh, in '83 when this would take place, Stitch is actually wearing the period appropriate helmet. Like they wouldn't get the, it wouldn't be standard issue for them to all have the the newer Kevlar helmets until '86, which is when they were filming look at you doing research i don't even yeah. do research and i'm in this podcast what the <laughs> hell he is interviewing for my replacement god damn it <laughs> yeah well that's not a hard interview <laughs> <laughs> you got the job Perry. you're out <laughs> yeah i i actually uh i i noticed something like this something similar as well and that's the thing with the military thing that's why i was saying like with about the m16s they may have adopted it at a certain time, but it takes a while yeah. to get the new equipment out to everybody. Yeah. Usually there's a phased approach as well. The units that will probably need it the most are going to get it first. And, it, you know, there's only so much. Like, they changed our combat boots at one point, and they were much nicer. And they did, I think they did, sometimes they make you pay for that stuff yourself. Yeah, if you want them early. In this case, though, I think they... For us, they gave us these these new you know leather boots, and they were really nice. The Danners. Yeah, they did give them, I mean, but we had to go check them out and go get them issued. But not everybody went and got them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that's I think all the notes I have for this minute. Do you guys have anything else you want to cover in this before we wrap it up? No, I think uh, I think we pretty much got it all covered up. Yeah. No, I'm good. All right. Well. Um, 
just thank everybody for joining us this Monday. We ask that you come back uh, next time for minute 50. And sometimes I try to come up with something clever to say, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> and most time it's no good. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it's just our way of saying, you know, welcome to Recon and goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. There we got our ending. Now you're going to get replaced, Billy. <laughs> right. Yeah, tune in next minute where it's just Travis hosting the whole thing by himself. Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we break down movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. This week, we are breaking down minute number 49 from Heartbreak Ridge. I'm Jack. I'm Brian. And I'm Travis Bowe from Real Comic Heroes and Watchmen Minute. And welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so this minute, we um, start with, we've kind of nicknamed the 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 profile trilogy we've got um uh the marines are on the range firing their weapons gunny opens up with a, a discussion about how uh Fugetti's rifle isn't uh broken and the minute ends with well poor profile running uh laps around his squad on the return back to to the barracks so well actually that's uh that's the next minute <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I told no, you we fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> no, no, profile's running. No, oh, no. this one, 49, 49 starts with the... Oh, am I got the, the wrong rifle, minute up? Rifle range. Yeah. I am, I'm a... Am I, is this the wrong fucking minute? <laughs> no, you, you got you got the opening correct. Just see, I told you we fly by the seat of our pants. No worries. See, you, you, went straight uh, to the, you just went straight to the end of the profile trilogy. <laughs> this minute ends with... Um, this minute ends with Gunny discussing the piss pot on. Stitcher. Oh, I do have the wrong minute up. Motherfucker. It said 49. Oh, and we don't edit most of our mistakes out. So we just kind of <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> Something's wrong. The minute that I have is 49. Right, so remember, I sent it to you. As forty nine, but it'll uh, say forty eight. Yeah, it'll okay. the, la the label will be forty eight. Yeah, I, so that's that's the one I'm watching right now. It starts yeah. off with Forgetty. Right, you're right. I don't change them for you. I change them for other people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, okay. Oh, it, it is a different minute, but the, for whatever reason, the one that I've been opening was say, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, let's. let's Can I get a mulligan? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do it real quick, and then we'll... Wah, wah. <laughs> okay, going. hold on. All right. Yeah, Just minute 48. Yeah, because I, I had all the our, all of our minutes up on one little thing here. Ah. And for whatever reason, the one I kept clicking was the one that kept coming up. But yeah, that's the one that I'm seeing right now. It's, that's what I thought this one was. was it started with Forgetti, but then they had Profile running, and I was like, all right. Anyway... So you God, just want to get yeah. to the whole trilogy. 